back to another episode of an Extra Dose podcast. We are Alexis and Samantha Belbel of adoubledose.com. And if you're new to our podcast, we have a fun episode for you guys because especially with what's going on right now with coronavirus and COVID, or I guess it's synonymous for it's each the other. Same thing. But you see you hear I'll probably hear all those flying around everywhere. We hope you guys are staying safe. We know it's a crazy time for everybody and we just wanted to take this moment right now to say that we hope you're not alone, but if you are, just hang in there. Know that you always have us to listen to. And if you guys follow us on our Instagrams, uh, mine is at Alexis.Bellbell and Samantha's is at Samantha Bellbell. No dot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's saying there's no dot. I thought she was saying, like, no, there's a dot. I, I saw you struggling. <laughs> no, I was like, there's no dot. I wasn't hers. correcting you. I have on. a dot. She does not. So I don't know why. Why did you we, put a dot? I don't know. We Well, there's a backstory to that since she asked. Is that when I first started, I had my Instagram. I was a senior in college and I made an Instagram literally just to follow different bloggers. I mean, this was back in 2013. Nobody had a blog, but people would post. I mean, Instagram looked literally nothing how it does now. The pictures were crappy. They, those really bad they were like really weird filters. The pictures were super grainy and no one posted like outbid details. It was like people would, you would go to their blog, which is like total opposite of how it is now. And now there's like a million other apps like TikTok that we're still not on and other apps. But at the time, I literally just followed people. And then I started getting into working out and I started um, just following like fitness people on there too, but I still didn't post. And then probably like the second semester of our senior year, like the spring semester, I started posting. I don't even, I remember my when I first what few posts, I posted like my outfits, but it was like with like, like grids, you know, like I would do like you know, my shoes close up next to, like, my outfit, and I remember I had, like, a, I would put little outfits together, like, I would put, and I, I posted. Who was looking at it? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Everyone starts somewhere, but this was in 2013, and so I posted, and my Instagram handle, I don't know what it was at the time. I think it was, like, just my name or something like that, like, A. Bellbell or something, and because I literally used it to get, so funny, I downloaded it, because they had the filters on there. I didn't even know what Instagram was. I did it to download so I could use the filters on there. And then a couple years later, which is my senior year, I was like, oh, people were starting to use it more. Wait, you used it for the filters? Yeah, I remember we, I downloaded it the summer of our sophomore year. We were in LA visiting one of our friends. And I downloaded it because I wanted to use some kind of – people. no one used Instagram. Yeah, I know, I know. So I just, it, it's just weird. I just remembered that. I remember being in college. I remember being at the pool in our apartment. And I remember having a discussion. I think it was with your boyfriend at the time. And we were talking about Instagram. I guess didn't – who – Facebook bought Instagram, and that was, like, the big thing. We're like, oh. I don't remember that. Yeah. And I was like, I don't even know what Instagram is. I was like, what is yeah. Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. But, I mean, that was a long time ago. It was almost 10 years ago. So, anyway, I had it as just, like, a bell bell or something I had made randomly. Then when we moved to Dallas, um, this was probably 2013, uh, end of 2013, beginning of 2014, I started posting a lot of fitness stuff. We got really into working out. We got certified into personal training, and I just was, like, really – that's all I – all the accounts I followed were mainly just fitness workout stuff. And we started posting – actually, Sam didn't have one. And anyway, I had I had an alias name that was – if you guys have been following me for a long time, you'll remember. It was Texan Tone Twin, and I – 
I had this name because I don't want anyone at work finding my Instagram. If I had my name, then they could easily Google search me and they find it. They all ended up finding it anyway. Well, they found it anyway, but it was so embarrassing. I deleted half the post, but I would me post flexing. these like flexing photos and me at the gym, like these gym selfies that were like horrible and like me in these workout outfits. And then I would I would throw in a few like of my, my meals and like my work outfits too, but that's why. So then, a couple years after that, I was like, "Well, I don't like this. I want to. I don't want this name anymore. It's embarrassing." So I switched it to my real name, and then ever since then, yeah, I don't. What's with the dot? I don't know. Maybe it was taken, or maybe I just wanted a dot in there. I thought it looked cool. I I obviously didn't think it was cool. I oh <laughs> my god! Okay, was not well, I was in like that in my email. It was Alexis dot. So I was just like, okay, I, just, I, yeah, I think I have a dot in my email. Oh. So I don't yours know is why. Not synony- yours is not like. Uniform. I think that was like a trend at one point to put dots and everything. Okay, well, it's not anymore. anyway. Okay, so I'm off trend, whatever. Um, so then, anyway, I had that's how I got my name. So my whole saga was basically to say that you guys can message me anytime. I I love interacting with you guys, and I know that some of you guys have messaged me saying you're alone and it's really depressing, and I can't imagine. But my one tip would be to FaceTime a friend or even talk to them on the phone. I think FaceTime is a little better. A lot of people are using Zoom. I know, but that's for multiple people. I know, if you have multiple friends. Right. FaceTime, I think you can do multiple people. Well, I'm fortunate because I live with Sam and then I see my parents. uh, They're the only people I really see, but I see them. So I get interaction all the time. And I FaceTime with a couple of my friends and talked on the phone. So that's helped a lot just because... Although I have people around me, it's not your friends. It's not someone that it's not interaction that you get. I'm you not know. your friend. No, you are, but I see you all the time. <laughs> I'm just getting a hard time. I have Lucy too. I really, I am so grateful. But if you're feeling down, it really just gives you a big pep. Like it gives you like a huge. I don't know what the word I'm trying to say is, but it gives you uplifting. Uh, yeah, it's very uplifting. I got off the phone with one of my friends last night, and it was just I felt so much better. So it's fun to catch up, even if you caught up with them every day. <laughs> You can just talk about what you guys have been doing all day. I don't know. Talk about shows. So with that being said, we thought today we'd do an episode on, well, it was requested by one of you and it was a great idea. So we thought we'd do an an episode on alternatives, health alternatives, but also functional medicine versus traditional medicine. What are the differences? What's our experience with them? Because we've tried a lot of them over the years. And also, like about chiropractic work versus massages, because you guys know we do both. So we thought we'd just share all that. And since we're on the topic of alternative stuff, we thought we'd share something that we've been using a lot. And we've talked about it in other episodes. Actually, if you guys reached out to me, I think with everything going on, you reached out to me about it. You remember that we posted it. And the product is Beekeepers Naturals. It's their propolis throat spray. They have So they have several other products. They have um, like a raw honey. They have bee pollen. And they have a new product that's called – it's a cough syrup. So we haven't personally tried the cough syrup yet. But it's great for this time of year with everything going on. And – they have so the propolis spray is from it's made of three ingredients. It's all natural. It boosts your immunity, so it's perfect for this time of year. We've definitely been using ours. You just spray it on your tongue and you just and you I mean your throat, I'm sorry, your throat and but that general area. And it's really easy to use. We carry it when we're traveling, obviously not right now, but we're telling all of our friends and family to use it because like I said, it's a natural way to boost your immunity. And they're offering all of you guys 15% off. So all you have to do is use code DOUBLEDOSE at checkout. Or you can go to beekeepersnaturals.com slash DOUBLEDOSE. And that's B-E-E-K-E-E-P-E-R-S-N-A-T-U-R-A-L-S dot com slash DOUBLEDOSE. So thank you to Beekeepers Naturals for sponsoring this episode. 
So moving on to our other alternative medicines and other stuff that we've tried, we, you guys know that we are really into alternative medicines and different things to try when you're struggling with your health. But I do think there's a time and place for both traditional and functional medicine. So if you're unfamiliar with what functional medicine is and what traditional medicine is, so traditional medicine is like typically like what you would go for anything severe, well really any kind of health thing. If you go see any kind of doctor that you see for any kind of trauma or just any kind of regular health condition. So for example, like our dad is a cardiologist, that would be traditional medicine. Functional medicine is a little different. It's, it can also be called integrative medicine. So they're both similar in that they both are licensed, licensed medical practitioners and professionals. So you're not just going to see like some one-off doctor. You want to make sure they're licensed if you are going to go see either one. But some of them are by evidence-based tests, like diagnostic tests and prescriptions. Well, they both kind of do that. But the difference is between traditional is that they kind of give you like a prescription. If you're sick with, let's say you have like a heart attack or you have any kind of condition, they will obviously do diagnostic tests and treat you in, in certain ways. But they're more likely to give you a prescription to, to fall so, to solve the issue rather than like give you alternative ways to deal with it or really go to the root cause of the problem. That's not to say that traditional doctors don't go to the root of the problem and try to figure out ways to solve it. But I do think in our experience, at least a lot of the traditional ones just say, oh, you have this condition and this is typically how we treat it with this prescription. And this is what works for most people. But if you're like us and you're not feeling well or you feel like there's unresolved issues, like you're taking the prescriptions, but you s still feel like there's some something underlying and you're like, but why do I really have this issue to start with? I think a good place to start is to go see someone who's functional or integrative. So... Obviously, like when we saw people that were the functional medicine doctors, you those are not someone you would go to if you have like a heart attack or you have some kind of trauma, physical trauma or anything like that. That's like a big issue. They're not. I mean, I don't. That's not to say they can't help you, but well, I guess in our experience, that's that's something we would go. Yeah, to you, them you'd for... want to see someone that's like traditional, but. They differ in just like their philosophies. So in our experience, you guys know we have hypothyroidism. Obviously, in the beginning, we went to a traditional doctor and we were given a prescription for our thyroid, but we still didn't feel 100%. I felt like there was something that was off after a couple of years. Like the prescription helped in the beginning and I we still take one, but I felt like initially it was working and then at some point it kind of stopped working. It, it was working, but I felt like there was something off. So that's kind of when our health journey led us to go see someone functional because I was like, I feel like I could feel better. What if there's something else going on? Why do I even have this thyroid condition anyway? And if you are a listener and you follow me, you guys know that we have breast implants. I know that that's going to be something I'm going to get sent. So there is something called breast implant illness and I'm just going to touch on it very quickly that I, while I do believe that it's an issue for people, I don't think that's why we have hypothyroidism just because we have had hypothyroidism for over 10 years or no, not 10 years, 10 years. No, no. Last it was 2012. Okay. So. so eight years and we didn't get our breast implants like until three years ago. So we've had, we had that for a good seven or not seven years, whatever, four years, four years before and we're dealing with it for a while. So I do think that it's an issue for some, but I know before I get any messages or emails about this, that's not why I have it. So I appreciate the concern, but at this time, that's not why we have those issues. So, but if you do think you have issues, it's something worth looking into. I don't, I'm not, I don't dismiss it because I think it's a real thing, but that's my two cents on it. So 
integrative medicine for us, it was a great way for us to get more answers into our health questions. And they will do a lot of diagnostic tests, different stuff that traditional doctors won't do. Like we've gotten stuff, you know, where I don't know what's, I think it's called a Dutch test. Like where basically you pee and <laughs> you, they do like a urine sample and that's how they test like your hormones and everything else. And that's another thing. A lot of traditional doctors will do like a lot of blood tests, but that doesn't always give you the answers you need to certain health issues. But I honestly, I mean, if you feel fine, then you probably don't need to. The only reason you'd go see someone probably is if you have issues or you feel like you're, yeah, you feel better. They're more like if you have digestive issues, you're just like really fatigued and you've been to like other doctors, they might look deeper into other levels. Like let's say you have like sleep issues. I think that's an example. If you have sleep issues, a traditional doctor, which by the way, I'm not dissing one or the other because obviously you know our dad's. There's a need for both. There's a need for both. Our dad's a physician like a rate cardiologist and we there's definitely needs for both people and I think it's great to look into because I've gone to both and I'll say they both have their good and the bad so but I'm saying for an example something that's not as maybe like sleep a sleep issue is something you could go to both for one would maybe prescribe something the other would probably try to look into your digestive issues or just your cortisol your hormones something they that's where a functional doctor would probably look into more of that so yeah so more on on what they would so it's obviously stuff is like indigestion bloating fatigue rashes anti-inflammatory like that kind of stuff you'd have issues with so for us, it was like our digestion, our hormones, and our thyroid is mainly the reason we went to one. And while we didn't have the best experience with some of them, just because like what the protocols we were given, I think they are really helpful for some. And it led us to where we are now, so I don't think it's all for nothing. I would just say be cautious who you go to and really... Get second opinions. Yeah, get second opinions. If they tell you to do something drastic, like any kind of detoxes, just be wary of what it is. I know we were desperate to feel better, so we... And not to say I didn't do my research, but I we just... Long story short, we did a detox that was like... Detox us way too quickly, and, you know... It was medical we grade. Learned, it, it wasn't was, like yeah, a juice detox. Yeah, it wasn't detox. a <laughs> It wasn't like a juice detox. It was like medically medical grade products that tasted horribly, and they were like a lot of chemical and stuff. Anyway, there I guess they met... He meant well, but we just ended up becoming more sick. So yeah, but I mean, it let on a positive note it led us to what we are doing now, and we feel a million times better. So functional medicine, they basically treat their whole pro, their whole root. I mean, their whole root, their whole philosophy. Yeah, philosophy is that they treat the causes and not just the symptoms. So I couldn't agree with that more. I think they look, they delve more into the details of it, and I think also like traditional doctors. They see a lot of people and they're just busy and they're just trying to get through the day. And I get it. It's that's what they're taught in medical school. It's nothing. It's nothing wrong with them. That's just what they're taught. So you really can't blame them. That's how you know. That's how they're. It's kind of like how you're raised, you know. But functional medicine is a little different. They look at the whole body. They have a more holistic approach and they can view the whole body as like connections rather than just like one body part and just like fix that one symptoms instead of and, and then look and delve more into like why you have chronic pain and why you have like underlying symptoms they also work and use like cutting edge diagnostics they order lab tests and it's another thing with your thyroid if you think you have a thyroid condition you really want to make sure they're testing all the right levels and really i'm not an expert i only know this because we've gone through it they need to be testing all the different levels of all your different hormones and they also need to like besides just looking at like the ranges everyone's a little different like although ours were really out of the range when we got our first test done some people may be like at the very beginning of the 
like might be like right in the normal range or borderline and they might you might feel like crap and they might a traditional doctor might say well you're not you're in the range so you're fine well it's not to say i think it's just i don't want to say go don't see a traditional doctor because we see a traditional doctor for that and i think you just have to well they're traditional but they 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 are more but they're more yeah and they're more open to hearing i'm saying go to someone that's very open isn't just like by the textbook because we go to someone of course like i said our levels were never borderline but if you feel like you're not getting answers i think it's important to maybe go see someone else that's more open-minded and more will go off your symptoms because and again there's other things there's other things books i've read too that you can do in your own that people have theories that your thyroid is because you have other issues in your body and so it's not necessarily like oh you have hypothyroid treat the symptom i mean treat it with a drug so i mean that's not we tried that approach we're not doing that right now but i think it's definitely it works for some people so definitely look at all those options whether you have hypothyroidism or you have some other kind of condition yeah. just get different opinions you could see both kinds and of you, doctors and we've said this before but you know your body best so really if you like something's off don't quit until you get the answer like that's what we did and we're so grateful for it leading us to this plant-based diet because I used to make like not make fun but I used to roll my eyes at people they're like I'm plant-based I you know I'm vegan it changed my life but it really did change our lives I you know we had so much inflammation and like I said that detox really I mean I had issues before that it's not just the detox fault but it made everything like a million times worse and so it took us a long time to get over that hump to where we are now and I'm so grateful I'm able to work out every day I feel so much better you know, we, we feel more confident just like with how we look because it, it's, I, I know Sam can speak on it more than me, but when you don't feel well and you don't feel like yourself, it's not a good That's, feeling. Yeah. When Alexis was saying, you know, your body the best, I think I've talked about this a lot, but if you've missed other episodes or other blog posts, me talking about it, I actually got a few messages this morning. I guess people go back to my story highlights. I yeah, I, I, I do this late at night <laughs> oh my and God. I look through, I even watched in the Sam story. Like I was looking for something and I watched one of her highlights and I was like, wow, her face looks. That's not what I was saying. Well, you oh, can go ahead. My, your face My looks, face looked really big. It, no, it was just like more swollen looking. But what I was saying was someone had, I think two people had sent me a message today actually saying that they don't, they have a lot of the same symptoms. They tried everything and they just, no one, like everyone thinks they're crazy, but they're 15, 10 to 15 pounds overweight. And whether you're tall, whether you're petite like I am, you know your body best. And I know people would look at me and I would, I wouldn't, I really wouldn't try to complain that much because people have it way worse than I do or had it way worse. But it was not a good feeling getting out every morning, especially with what I do for work. I'm in the public eye a lot. I mean, not public eye, but, like, I'm on social media mm-hmm. a lot. And it's just Well, hard. you're, like, modeling clothes. You're basically modeling clothes. Yeah. So, like, you know if you feel like you're having a bad day, you don't feel like you look good, you're not confident. That's kind of how I felt every day. Well, it's like you put your clothes on. They're way tighter. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I was, I'm always a little bit smaller than her. Not, not always. always. With any health issue, she's always yeah, smaller. Yeah, I'm always – for some reason, it's so weird. When everything's regulated, we're, like, exactly the same. Yeah, but – So, I would be – I was still bigger than I normally am, but – I would be wearing something and she like literally couldn't wear it because she was that much big. She was probably 10 pounds bigger than me or more. More. I was more. Like so, 10 to 15. And obviously we're 5'1". We're very petite. So any kind of any kind of weight gain shows right away. But I know people would be like, what's wrong with you? They would like think I ha- had something wrong, like an eating disorder or something because they're like, what's wrong with you? You don't even look big. And I'm like, I – and I would always say like it's – and I would try not to talk about that much because I really didn't want to make other people who have an issue feel badly or people think that I'm like being dramatic over or something but you know that's a saying you know your body best I knew that I did not feel comfortable in my skin because for one I felt very unhealthy I did not feel well all the time and for two I just did not feel 
good in my own skin looking at myself because I knew something was wrong. I obviously had a lot of weight gain for my size and it was not comfortable for me. So I kept going to doctor after doctor and they would all have something different to well, say. Well, they told you one, this is back a couple years ago. They told her, it was, I think it was like two years ago. They told her you, you're insulin resistant, but we don't know why. So like, do that you was need, actually, do you a, a lot? that was actually, well, I think she was a real, she was, she was more in um, integrative medicine. She was more on the functional side. She ordered a lot of those tests, which yeah. nothing against her. It's just, she was, I'm, that's she insane. knew, she knew she ordered the test, but she couldn't figure out why she was insulin resistant. So I had Remember, that's another thing I wanted to say because I had, I keep referring to messages, but it reminds me of all the messages I've received about different people's cases. And I'm so glad that you guys open up to us because we're not experts at all, but I wrote this in my caption for something, this B12 um, product that I was posting. And I just wanted to like, let you guys know that everything I went through, I was really hoping like in the lowest days that I was like, okay, I hope I will get through this. I know I will. And when I feel better, I will do everything I can to help people that are going through something similar like that. Even if it's not the same issue I had, I just really want to be able to help people. So I've had people message me, obviously in confidence saying that they have all these issues. They spent thousands of dollars and they don't feel better going to all these different doctors. And that's what I wanted to point out when we were talking about these different doctors. I mean, you could go to a great you know, like a regular doctor, that's great. And they really are listening to you. They're ordering all these tests. They really want to help you. Or you could go to one that sucks. You could go to a functional one that's really great. Or you could go to one that sucks. And honestly, we went to so many people, spent so much money and just tried all different avenues, even looked into my implants, all these different things. And really, it's just, you have to keep going and going. And just, you know, obviously if you can't afford it, then just be your own advocate and try the best you can. You can always tried there's so much online online you can resources you can read but if you have the means that you can go to people just don't give up if someone tells you no just keep going to someone else because that's what i'm saying don't you know one as i say one doctor isn't better than the other it's just who's willing to give you the answers and who really knows the information that's what it comes down to and everyone knows their body we keep going on a tangent about that but ultimately i found something that works for me and i just want to let you guys know if you guys are struggling it will get better. There's things out there. There's so much information, and that's what, what we were talking about with, I think, Taylor the other night. Just even with, you know, I don't want to talk about the coronavirus, but even like that, there's so much noise with diets, with coronavirus, with anything. You, It's hard to know what to trust and what sources to believe, but I think you just have to do your own research, block out the noise, and just figure out what works for you. So that's kind of my little – I'm going to get off my soapbox. And yeah. <laughs> so there's other alternatives too, like whether you're dealing with anxiety, sleep issues, pain – there's a bunch of alternatives and we thought we'd share some of them and some of the ones we've tried. So acupuncture is one of them. We've, we've tried it a couple years ago and honestly, I don't think I did it enough to feel a difference. I felt a little calmer while it was happening, but I don't see... People swear by yeah. it though. So it basically, if you don't know what it is, it involves inserting the insert insert really very fine like tiny little needles and it doesn't hurt I mean it really doesn't hurt that badly no. into different parts of your body called acupuncture points and the the reason for that is that it stimulates nerves and muscles that can release natural pain relieving chemicals so a lot of people use it for pain for anxiety um their whole thing is that it's health problems can be caused when energy or your key chi I don't know how to pronounce it I don't have, you know, chi, chi, oh my G. god, sorry, oh my god, <laughs> becomes blocked, it says K Q I. I don't know what that means, okay, acupuncture aims to unblock your energy levels to restore flow of your chi, so 
I think it's try. They say that people ought to use it for headaches, chronic pain, and depression and anxiety. Again, I think I only did it like two or three times, so I don't think I felt a difference. I mean, I think I was more relaxed. I didn't really. Ha- I wasn't really doing it for pain though. So another thing is aromatherapy. So this is kind of going on the essential oils. I think a lot of probably everyone has heard of essential oils. So there are oils that are extracted from plants for healing. So a lot of people use, and you've probably heard a lot of these big companies that will use them for different things around the house, or you can put them in your diffusers. I'm not very good about using them, but I think they have a I, lot of benefits. I think lavender. I think I think there's ones that really work yeah. well for people. So there's ones that help for relaxation, sleep, pain, low moods. So obviously lavender is one that I think you guys use it a lot, Taylor, and you use it a lot. To sleep. Yeah. yeah. You can use it for relaxation and sleep. And you can use them, they say, like in creams, oil burners, massage into your skin, or you can add it to a bath. You can add it to a diffuser. Actually, one that I love to use is tea tree oil. I like to use it for breakouts. I love peppermint oil for headaches, too. So they have a lot of benefits. Those two I really see a difference with. Then there's Ayurvedic medicine. This is an ancient Indian theory that uses medicines from plants and minerals to restore balance in the body. We use that. There are some things that we take that have... Yeah, uh, I definitely believe in that stuff, yeah. too. It's stuff like ashwagandha and different herbs like that that are in supplements that will help with different issues. Um, homeopathy is when you use natural substances to treat physical and mental health mental health <laughs> problems. We, I don't know if I've used... I've guessed maybe a few things. There's like, yeah. if you Google it, there's probably some stuff you that you... Google homeopathic yeah. stuff, a bunch of stuff will pop up that you know you've and already used. I'm all about the natural stuff before taking like anything that's prescription. So I think it's worth a shot. You never know. I know some people roll their eyes at that, but I used to just be like, antibiotics, all this stuff every time I was sick. But it, you know, it does mess up your body if you don't absolutely have to take it. I think there's cases where I've had to take it because I was in the hospital, but there's times where you can just let your body like try the natural stuff first. There's hypnotherapy, which honestly, I don't think I've ever done. No. Hypnosis. I don't. I haven't done it, but you guys probably know it. I don't need to talk about what that is. Massage, which I'm all about massages. I We can talk about that now, actually. So someone asked us to talk about chiropractic work versus massages. So there's, there's a few. I mean, there's different reasons, obviously, that you would go to a chiropractor. We personally go to both. We go to a chiropractor, and then I don't get, like, real massages. We're going to go to, like, a masseuse. Reflexology. But, yeah. So... Chiropractors, you want to go to like spine issues, a, a misalignment. You got in a car accident. Yeah, you injured yourself. Aligning your spine, like I just said, um, like your we have issues with our neck. Like, te- well, not just we. I'm sure everyone in this world has issues with their neck. Tech neck is a big thing. I think we shared that in another episode. But if you're if you haven't listened to it, basically your neck, you get forward head syndrome. I think is what it's called, and it's solely caused by looking down at your phone and your laptop or any kind of device for a long time. And since we all are on our phones all the time and our computers, and even at school, I would do the same thing at my desk. You, your neck starts to lean forward and you're, you lose the curve in your neck. So it sounds kind of crazy, but in like what we were told is in that, like by the time you're in your forties and fifties, you're going to have issues with your neck. You're going to have pain and to the where the point everyone's going to have to get neck surgeries, which they didn't have this 10 or 20 years ago because no one had cell phones and all this issues. So it's something to think about. We've been going to a chiropractor, well, not right now, but we were going for like the last the last yeah. year we were or last year and a half we were going twice a week and doing stuff at home as well. I haven't been good about it recently. I'm not gonna lie, but 
I definitely think, you know, we got x-rays done and stuff. So like, I know it's legit. I know some people are like, eh, it's kind of weird, but I think it's going to be a problem with all of us looking at your phones. And I've had a lot of you guys message me saying, I have that pain too. Like I didn't know what it was caused by. You can also be like prone to a lot of headaches too, if you have that issue. So that's, you know, you want to see a chiropractor. Or if you have like a compressed disc yeah. or something like that, you need to go see a yeah, chiropractor. Yeah, you need to see a chiropractor for that. And if you just have pain, like it's probably a good idea just to see what's going on. Massage therapy is good for relieving tension. So for me, my traps get really tight. My neck gets really tight. I mean, it's all kind of connected. Stress, right. I mean, it helps when I go get adjusted, but, you know, you have to do it consistently. Same with massages. It's a t- kind of like a temporary thing. So a licensed massage therapist obviously applies pressure to soft tissue and muscle groups to relieve pain. So different than chiropractic treatment, it focuses solely on stimulating the muscles and it's not to treat pain. So if you're just like tight, it's like a really good thing to do. And I I think both are great to do consistently, Mm -hmm. but obviously, you know, not everyone can get a massage and go to the chiropractor all the time. I think it depends what kind of issues you're having. So it's really good for relaxation um, I feel like it helps a lot with like the tension in my neck when I go. Of course, it comes right back <laughs> after like a couple of days, but I like it. We also have like our own little massager here that I can link in the notes. Um, oh, yeah, I love that one. It's really good just to get like in your neck and stuff. I've had it for a few years yeah. actually, and I love it. But like I said, there's other alternatives to pain too. So if you're like, I don't really want to go to a chiropractor either. I think like we said, there's acupuncture and cupping is another thing that I don't know if we talked about we didn't talk about that no, yet we, didn't talk about we it. did that you know you probably think of cupping you probably think of Michael Phelps but <laughs> he's became like he always does it he or was he did a it. spokesperson yeah <laughs> so we did it back around that time we did acupuncture I will say I didn't I only did it once I didn't notice a difference besides the big bruises on my back <laughs> no I think I think it definitely it's helps. relaxing no it's not for re- I you mean felt the difference in it's the pain? helped for pain it's helps with pain I didn't do it enough to know. People people swear by that one too. I need to be more. I would have to been been more consistent to actually give you guys feedback on if it helped me. The main thing is like I didn't want to walk around with these bruises around my back. But you will. That's one thing. Side it note, really marks. If unless you really want to show off these bruise marks, I don't, I'll never forget you. You took a picture of me and you put in your story like, oh, this girl is so weird at the gym with her like making fun of me. Like and they're like, oh someone, my god, someone like called her out and I was like, you're so rude. Like on Instagram, and I'm like, it was like me. I don't think it. I don't know how they did what happened. But she would never do that to someone. Another normal. thing is meditation. We actually have another episode on this from last year and meditation is something that I'm trying to be better about <laughs> I was really good for a while and if you guys don't do try it or you haven't it's something worth trying there's a lot of apps like calm headspace insight timer all good ones to try and I personally like the calm one I was really good about it for a while and I just kind of fell off the wagon but I do journal and I think that's kind of like a way of me meditating in a way and It just basically helps to quiet your mind and to put you into like a state of calm and stillness and rest. But I know it's really hard for me. It's really hard to calm my mind. I kind of train myself like when I go to sleep, it's hard for me to like sometimes my brain is going because I'm like on my phone and stuff. I just have like kind of train myself to like tune out all the noise and just focus on your breath. It kind of goes hand in hand with yoga. So it's worth a shot. I know it's hard. That's why an app like it guides you so it's a little bit easier to get started. Obviously, mindfulness kind of goes hand in hand with meditation, just focusing on where you are in the present and not worrying about the future or the past and just kind of trying to get rid of like any negative thoughts, which we both struggle with a lot. And I'm sure okay, here's reflexology going back to the massages. Reflexology is that they basically, their whole theory is that there's different points on your feet, your hands, your face, and your ears that are linked to other parts of your body through your nervous system. So 
we we love to go of course not right now but during the session they usually the place we go to they put this white towel over you like you're in your clothes but it's not always like that some places only do the feet oh yeah you want to go somewhere that does full body well some people don't like that Okay. Well, if you want a legit well, massage, they're not gonna like feet massage. Okay, if you want a legit massage, like go on Yelp when things are actually open, and try to find one that does full body. So they'll do the feet, or they don't have to do it if you don't even want it. But reflexology really starts with the feet and the different pressure points on your face. But they will hit. They will do like a massage, but they also like focus on different points on your feet, and then they will also do like a really good back massage. And it's like mm-hmm. only like thirty to forty bucks yeah. for an hour. But reflexology really starts with the feet. So a lot of the places only do the feet. But you can just yeah. Well, this says hands, feet. It's all well, yeah. All but time. sometimes it's not. That. Yeah, I know. Sometimes I just do your feet, and then it's supposed to help with tension, improve your mood, and help you sleep, and then also helps with like different organs because like it's all kind of connected to different parts that they touch on you. I love it. I yeah. like to go once a week or once every other week. But I miss it. I miss it a lot. I was thinking about that last night. I was like, oh, I would love to do like, that. I would go right now after this podcast, but unfortunately, we can't. We'll have to do our own massage. Yeah. <laughs> then there's like herbal medicine, which. You know, we're all about the herbs. Like I said before, there's different ones you can take. Yoga, something else I could be better about. But it's really good to calm your mind. You focus on your breath. There's different moves. Also, it's really good for loosening out your body. There's different types like Hatha, which is one that you move through postures to create balance. Bikram, which I'm not a fan of, but it works for people. It's in a really – it's hot is an understatement. It's It's like – I think it's like close to 100 And you do Bikram. It's like if you go to a real Bikram one, it's like you do the same movements. So you repeat it. You don't, like, every class is the same. It doesn't change. It's the same sequence. And then they're usually pretty strict on, like, water and, like, stuff I personally like the yin one because you hold the stretches for a long time. And they give you, like, different props sometimes to stretch out your hips. And I really like it's more calming. For your mind, yeah. I don't really do it for a workout just because, like, I don't – power yoga is great, but I do it more for, like, the relaxation. And there's so many studies out there, same with meditation and yoga, that – it's helpful to reduce anxiety and depression, which is why I think I could benefit from doing it more. I'm just not motivated to do it in my house, but it's it's worth a shot. So those, I think, are like basically the sum of all the different – I mean, there's probably more, but most of the ones that we've tried, I think all of them are worth a shot. If you're struggling with your health, kind of try one out and see each one out and see which one you like the best, which one you respond to. Everyone's – everybody's different. Like some people say they love – like I said, they love acupuncture. They swear by it. Some people say meditation has changed your life. I, for one, what works for me is the journaling just because I like to reflect on it. And working out is a really big stress reliever for me. Like if I don't do it for a couple of days, I'm like on edge. I have to do some kind of workout, even if it's like going on a walk. Going on a walk really clears my head. And running, I think it's kind of 50-50. Sometimes it clears my head. Sometimes I'm just not feeling it. And I just like don't want to be doing it. But working out, honestly, jumping on my rebounder really makes me happy. <laughs> it does boost like your... I know. It, it's supposed to boost your endorphins. Yeah, so. and it really does. And it's easy just to get in for a few minutes if you're like feeling kind of in. And obviously talking to a friend. Those are what things that work for me. But everyone's kind of different with regards to what works for their bodies. But we thought we'd share them and hope that they're helpful for you guys. So now we're going to finish off. We're going to talk about, we're going to name our favorites that we've been enjoying during our quarantine. So I definitely expected, I wasn't expecting it to be this long. And we're still in it. But make the best out of it. And I'm pretty sure I shared this my last favorite, but I'm going to share it again because it's really my favorite. I would say my favorite things during this quarantine would be obviously getting more quality time. But if I was going to pick like a product, 
well, for one, I've been loving my walks. I've been loving staying active. But I was, if I was to pick a product, it would be my rebounder because it's been a lifesaver having that at home to get in some cardio. I don't have like I really want to invest in like a cycling bike, either like a Peloton or just like a regular cycling bike. But for now, I'm so glad that I have my rebounder because I'm used to using it. It's really great cardio. We have a whole episode on why we love rebounding, why we've been using it, how effective it is. And we also have two blog posts on it on our blog, adoubledose.com. Just search rebounding. We also have two, I think Alexis has two or three Instagram TVs on it. And I'm going to make a new one. I've been saying that. I've just been behind on recording a new one. But it's so good. It's like just as effective as running. And I've kind of gotten used to it. So... I'm not really, um, like, I don't get as winded, but, like, I know my dad got on there the other day, and he's like, this is so hard. So you could build up, like, five minutes, ten minutes. You can watch one of your favorite shows or jam out to some music, but they have, um, we can link them in the show notes. There's one that we used from Amazon or Walmart that's, like, around $30, and it's not as bouncy as the more expensive ones, but it's we used it for, like, a year before we invested to see if we liked it. And then now we use one by Jump Sport that's like a lot better quality um, and we'll put the link for it. We love it. We've had ours for like a long time, the better quality one as well. We use it every single day almost and there's also ones by Bellicon and some other ones. So we'll link all of those and then Alexis will share. I have been doing a workout from Penny's Pancakes and Push-Ups on Instagram and she has a really cool app that she, first of all, she's in amazing shape for one and she's definitely older than we are and she's a mom and she's in amazing shape she has her instagram she she has a bunch of videos and different tips but she has an app that's i think it's you can download it from her website and her and her on her instagram page and she shares a breakdown of workouts for the whole week i think it's five or six workouts a week and she literally has every workout laid out how many reps to do how many sets to do she has a video of each exercise so you know exactly what you're doing. Some of them are with weights, some are without, some are with resistance bands, and she gives modifications. So we've been using those uh, while we've been on quarantine, and I love them. I definitely feel like they're a great workout. You guys know we're personal trainers, but I've kind of like fallen out of a routine, so I kind of forget what, what exercises to do sometimes. When you're not really in it for a while, you like kind of forget what moves to do, so this is fun because I don't have to think about it. And she does every different muscle group every day. So like one day it'll be like back and biceps. One will be legs. One will be like a pyramid of like arm workouts, which is what we did today. And she's offering, because I like them so much, she's offering you guys uh, half off for the first month that you use it. So I think it's normally $15. She's giving it for, I think it's 7 or $8. And if you use the code double dose, you get 50% off. And I definitely would try if you're struggling, you're getting kind of bored of your workouts or you want something different. Sam and I have been loving them. We've generally been yeah, they're doing good. them. They're, they're like difficult. And so she's good. so sweet too. Like I've been messaging with her and I love her. So thought I'd share. Hope you guys, on that note, I hope you guys stay safe, stay active, and we'll talk to you soon.